0: Welcome to the That Don't Fit podcast, a podcast where we're dedicated to talking about life and life's real issues that cross racial and generational lines. My name is Jared Torrance, and I'm here with my co-host, Andy Farmer. We're friends, we're pastors, we're wanting to help people talk and process life in a crazy world. Welcome to the conversation. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining in and tuning in to another episode of That Don't Fit and uh, today we are talking about wah, 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 wah prayer because we have a tradition at our church where the first week we really dedicate to prayer.
1: First week of the year. We're, yes, yeah, first we're, week of the year. Yeah.
0: So we are in that week right now as we're yeah. recording this. And so we thought, hey, why don't we muse and talk about prayer? Sure. Got some quotes, got some books, got some habits we're going to share mm-hmm. that we do mm-hmm. in our lives. Yep. And uh, what do you got?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, we're excited to do this. This won't obviously be broadcast uh, first week, so okay. <laughs> you know, so we're not going to reference it. Start <laughs> this year by praying. Oh yeah, because you would... know you'll be in the middle of the year somewhere, so you should be praying. Um, <laughs> but it just inspired us as we're as we're giving attention to it uh, mm-hmm. in our own lives. Um, so yeah, so maybe just beginning, uh, maybe a good thing to do is just talk a little bit our prayer lives. Like okay. you know, what is prayer for you? Um, what does it look like for you to pray?
0: Yeah, I, um, so each morning I do start off the day by, uh, meditating on a Psalm. And so I think it's a practice, like, yeah, I think every day I do that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, what I'll do is, you know, I, I'm an early, early bird, early morning kind of guy. And so I'll get up, make the coffee and I'll sit and I'll usually pray to be affected by what I'm about to read and pray that, uh, the Lord would incline my, Heart to his testimonies. Mm-hmm. I, I essentially play it, pray, pray that every morning before yeah. I start. And then I'll go through one of the Psalms of the day. So it's whatever day it is. And then you can add 30 each time around that to choose one of the five Psalms of the day. And I'll yeah. pray through that Psalm. And um, so I do that maybe like, it's not like an exorbitant amount of time, maybe like 10 minutes or so of just meditating, thinking through, celebrating things uh, about God and kind of asking to be filled with the Spirit for the day. And then I'll kind of do whatever devotional reading after mm-hmm. that. That's my morning.
1: Yeah, and then so you uh, sort of begin with prayer. Mm-hmm. Okay,
0: and uh, one of my favorite Spurgeon quotes is, <laughs> I think he's 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 just talking about life. and He says, "I find it wise to sprinkle a few words of prayer in between everything I do." Mm-hmm. So that kind mm-hmm. of kind of gets the, at the idea of praying without ceasing. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it's just it's a helpful reminder because like <laughs> we you know you can start feeling very dependent, and then like as the day goes on, you can feel very self sufficient, mm-hmm. and then prayer wanes. And then it's like by lunchtime it's like all right my flesh has got this and that's just incorrect and so I think with those little spurts of prayer even throughout the day have been proven to be very helpful yeah yeah. what about you
1: yeah I you know begin each morning I try to I'm not an early guy so (laughs) you know I have to fight myself into a spiritual state of mind (laughs) and uh, wait can I wait can I jump (laughs) real quick one of
0: my favorite Piper quotes is uh talks about that fight for each morning, which I think we yeah. all have, yeah and he he said uh he wakes up in the morning and he feels like Satan is sitting on his face, and he's just like, okay, we're at war like mm-hmm. like like immediately, wow. and so he has to like gird himself up sure. each and every morning, yeah, and so um yeah. I think your sentiment is a common one,
1: yeah, yeah, so i do <laughs> i uh i uh So, I I usually have to start with something devotional, something to kind of like prime the pump, something Mm -hmm. to get my mind off of whatever it wants to go to and focus it. And so, I usually read something, I've got something I'm reading over time. It's never, it's rarely a devotional book. Usually, it's just a, a, a book on something that's just, you know, meant to, I'm reading a book on biblical self-knowledge right now, you know, by some obscure guy in the 1700s. Wonderful. (laughs) Yeah, I just found it and I thought, but it's, you know, it's, it's challenging me and, um, uh, and then I, I have a Bible reading plan I go through. Um, Can I interrupt you real quick yeah. one more
0: time? I like how you said you've got to, like, rouse yourself up to get ready. And so yeah. the way you do that is by reading some obscure guy from the 70s. <laughs> yes, so, continue. Right. Yeah. continue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and the funny thing about the book is it's a, it's a, it's on Kindle, but it's a really bad Kindle version. Like... Where they couldn't actually figure out how to do it, they just pasted Stop. like like pictures of the page in the uh-huh, book, and okay. so you're reading through, and it's all <laughs> and because you all the S's and F's were all mis, mixed up, yes, like they like you're reading and saying, what is he saying? I do know that that's an F, it's not an S, and so you're like, <laughs> it but it's not written in all. Like, it's just it's just kind of a bad. There are done easier book. ways to start your days, people. but but it has it has met me. Um, so, <laughs> so uh and then I've got a, a plan um where I'm just trying to read the scriptures uh and feed on the scriptures very devotionally. And then um and then uh usually that's where I pray, mm-hmm. like right there. Yeah. Um and then and I end with a prayer from uh the um, Valley of Vision. We've oh, talked about this before, yeah. it, it, you know, or I think I've gone through it now eight times that's awesome you know and i just completely i go through it and i start again and i go through it and uh that's kind of like my the the great thing i love about that is it is it the the last thing i'm doing is Mm -hmm. focusing on the gospel and my need for christ so Mm -hmm. no matter where i've gone and things so that's what i do i think uh we can talk about weaknesses but um uh there's a couple of weaknesses i know in my prayer life yeah um i think a strength is i do tend to pray throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I do tend to be in dialogue with the Lord. So yeah. if, you, if, if prayer is dialogue, then I think I do that fairly consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, if prayer is intercession where I'm stepping apart, I'm in my prayer closet, I'm just got a list of people and I'm just doing it. That's a weakness for me. Mm-hmm. I do it, but that's where, uh, you know, you wouldn't call me, Oh, he's an intercessor. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that's that's been a historic weakness. The other thing that's interesting is uh, when my kids were little, we may have talked about this before in a previous podcast too, but um, my kids would all be down with me when I was having my devotional time. Oh. They'd get up uh, and they'd come down. Um, so you got three little girls uh, kind of doing stuff downstairs. And so I just learned to pray quietly, silently. Mm-hmm. And so I pray, I hardly ever, even when I'm by myself, speak out prayers unless i'm unless i'm actually okay i'm gonna pray for you know for these things and you know but if i'm just praying in in my devotional rhythm it's almost all almost just quiet you Mm -hmm. know in in internalized yeah yeah because i just got used to doing that and uh and so and it's interesting cuz I've heard people say yeah that's a good way to do it. I've also heard people challenge it. And I'm, right now I feel like I'm being challenged yeah, yeah. if you're not vocalizing it are you really giving giving it mental attention? Interesting. You know, <clears throat> are you applying faith? So I I'm trying to do more of that now. Yeah. Um so I would say yeah I I have come to feel like yeah I have a I have a faithful prayer life. Mm-hmm. But it would not be robust. I yeah. wouldn't sort of say yeah that's you know, a big thing I do is I cast burdens on the Lord. Yeah. You know, I don't carry burdens around. Mm-hmm. Um, try <laughs> not to. That's nice. Yeah. Um, if it's on my shoulders, it's going over to the Lord. Yeah. And uh, it actually, is a quote. We're going to talk about some quotes, but Corey Tim Boom said one time, she said, any concern too small to be turned to, into a prayer is too small to be made into a burden. Okay. And uh, and I felt like, yeah, that's what I want to do. If I'm carrying something around, it's because I'm not praying about it. Yeah. And if I'm able to cast it to the Lord, then I need I shouldn't take it back. Yeah. So that's always a battle and yeah. anxiety and those kind of things. But uh, <laughs> but that's how I know that I'm in a good place in prayer is that I've got concerns that are part of life, but I'm not carrying them as burdens or anxieties. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. great, man. I love that. I think for me, um, <clears throat> I I recently started maybe a couple months ago maybe four months ago. Now I started uh, what I call three hours in the woods with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so once a month I have it like scheduled out through the thing, I think the rest of this year, but once a month I go out essentially into the woods and uh, with like a journal and a Bible and maybe wow. a couple other books and just kind of get some time of silence, kind of away from things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try not to listen to too much music during those times, but sometimes I do, especially if I'm singing and, and such, but uh, those will be, probably my most robust times of prayer. Cause it's just, you get so much like three hours goes fast when you like set aside time to do it, but it's just like, oh man, I needed that. Mm. And I try to do it kind of towards the beginning of the month each month, just kind of set the tone of like, okay, like, is this going to be JT strength? Or or are you going to be work in the the power of the spirit? um, All the energy that he powerfully works in me. And those have been amazing. Mm. Um, I've really, really enjoyed those. And, uh, I'm such a, like a schedule kind of guy. I feel like, okay, that's like set. Yeah. Like through December, we're good yeah. to go. Like, like yeah. that's, what's going to happen. Yeah. And, um, I've had some friends who, have uh, cause in the colder months, what I found out two months ago is that uh, it gets cold outside. Um, yeah. And so I can't really be out there in the woods yeah. when it's like 20 degrees outside. Because I was going to ask you, like. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I three
1: I was in the woods with or Jesus like where is that a friend? What house. woods are you at? So if your fans want to go watch you, where are they? <laughs>
0: oh, my fans?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the secret woods, man. The I'm in that quiet woods, place. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
0: In my, my woods. Get out of my woods. <laughs> that's right. Some gunshots going. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm trying
1: to be with Jesus. Yeah, you got to watch out for Marty Machowski, man. He's out, there with, he's out go, there with a gun. I don't go in his woods. <laughs> okay, that's right. <laughs> that would not be good for our church if no. he takes you out accidentally.
0: <laughs> so, the biggest deer I ever did. <laughs> Marty's not, like, from the South. He's, <laughs> he's never talked about his life. Anyway, yeah. so that's been a practice I've really enjoyed. And I think, um, I think one of my weaknesses is that, like, I, uh, I can be so, um, what's the word? Where you, like, just are in blocks. Like, this is what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. And I'm moving on to the next thing. What's that called? Like, uh, uh... blah, 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 blah. I'm sorry. We don't need the word.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. Obsessive, compulsive. No. <laughs> no. As what comes to mind, I don't know.
0: I mean, I guess you could use the words. I was thinking of like you know, I work in chunks. I could you know separate things in my mind. Like this is my duty now. Gotcha. Switching to this, okay. which yeah. I guess you could say obsessive. It's fine. Um, where I can you know be in this like deep mode of prayer yeah. in the mornings, meditating yeah. over Psalm, whatever it is. Tears coming down my eyes, and then like. I found out that I spent too much time praying and it's like, oh shoot, I need to be in the gym by this point so I can get to work by this point. And then I'm like running around like a psychopath in my flesh. It's like, man, like I just like jumped out yeah. of the, out of, like the power of the spirit is like, well, right. time to put the flesh on and get crazy That's so I can right. go exactly. do these
1: things. So you I feel like I can repent like... of your prayer. You're right. over <laughs>
0: <laughs> my over prayer has caused me to sin. I just, you know, I can get in these like, these rhythms that are great that I, I treat as like rules. Like I think yeah. uh, all that stuff can, can kind of shake me up. And it's like, yeah. I need regular times to just like, like I used to schedule it in my day. of just like, okay, this is a 15 minute prayer break. Like 1130, you're tanking, praying yeah. till 1145 and then three o'clock I'm taking yeah. a prayer walk around the thing. I used yeah. to schedule that all the time. And those days I feel like, like those burdens aren't mine that I'm carrying. Yeah. Like you were, like you were saying, and I, and I don't yeah. do that as often as I ought to. Yeah.
1: And so I, I think. You ever fall into the trap 100%. of like, you know, day's not going well. I should have prayed more this morning. I didn't pray this morning. Yeah.
0: I, yeah. I, 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 I sleep in that trap sometimes. Really? Of, uh, <clears throat>
1: yeah, I, I think I
0: can, I think I can fall into that for sure. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, I'm a systems guy and, which is weird. Cause I'm kind of like chaotic and random. But I do love my systems. Yeah. We've talked about this. Yeah. You said I need an instruction manual for the way I live my life. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, in, in order to, t- to take care of me.
1: You're kind of like the universe. Like <laughs> you know It seems chaotic, but it actually is a very ordered system. Yeah. You're, you embody the whole universe.
0: Oh, wow. That's, that's a big <laughs> statement.
1: That's fantastic.
0: Um, so. But yes, I think those would be some of my weaknesses. And um, so, yeah, so books on prayer I've really enjoyed. Um, Alistair Begg has a book called Pray Big, uh, Learn to Pray Like an Apostle. And uh, where is the, is there a camera? What do I, look at this. Anyway, um,
1: it's a great book. Yeah, let's look at some some quotes. What we thought we'd do is just kind of, we pulled some quotes that have meaning to us. Yes. Now or at some point in time and just, uh, and reflect on them and. Kind of go that direction with uh with the conversation that works. Let me fix this stand real quick. Hold on,
0: but yeah. So Alistair Begg's book, uh, "Pray Big, Learn to Pray Like an Apostle." It's a very very good book, very helpful. And from a gospel guy uh, like Alistair, it's really cool to hear him talk about how like our prayers we're not we're not bringing what we need to bring. Yeah. Um, this is like our prayers are. You look at the prayers of Paul. It's like, dude, we're praying real small prayers right now. Yeah, yeah. But he talks about. Uh, he has a quote here about priorities. And uh, he says, I find this tremendous truth. I find this a tremendous truth and a rather uncomfortable challenge. My prayers, whether I pray, how much I pray, about what I pray, reveal my priorities. And they reveal how much I really think I need God, Mm. or whether I am, deep down, in fact, self assured and self righteous. If Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God knew that he needed to bow my knees before the father. What of us? If Jesus Christ, the greatest teacher in the world followed up his instruction by prayer. What of us? If Jesus Christ, who was set on a mission that changed, not just world history, but all of eternity took time to pray. What of us? If Jesus Christ, the son of God knew that he needed to pray. What of us? So I read that. I'm just like, okay, three hours in the woods with Jesus every day. Let's go, which is probably too much. But, um, those, that kind of idea of just like, okay, how much do I really think I need God? Mm-hmm. And why don't I like, let's express that through express dependence on God through prayer. Yeah. Um, let me fix this mic real quick. I'm so sorry.
1: Yeah. I'll do one while you're, uh, uh-huh. yeah. Um, yeah. This is C.S. Lewis uh, from a book he wrote called uh, Letters to Malcolm, uh, Chiefly on Prayer. And uh, it's uh, it's just a book where he's deal with, he, he's interacting with someone who isn't a, isn't a professing believer. And he's just talking about why he prays mm-hmm. and, you know, what prayer's about. But uh, this quote right here, I felt like, yeah, you know, this this really does. He captures the dilemma for me um, in terms of prayer. And he says, well, now. Let's at any rate come clean. Prayer is irksome. <laughs> An excuse to admit it is never unwelcome when it is over this casts a feeling of relief and holiday over the rest of the day. We are reluctant to begin. We are delighted to finish while we are at prayer, but not while we are reading a novel or solving a crossword puzzle or checking our phones. Yeah. Any trifles enough to distract us. And I feel like, isn't that, isn't that the truth that we do have an enemy? Yeah. Like, like Piper says, who's just kind of sitting on top of us saying, you know, one thing I don't want you to do is pray. Yeah. Um, but we just have a flesh mm-hmm. that is just like it, this. Seems like an empty exercise, right? Yep. This this seems like something that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it because I'm told to, not because I want to, or because I have I, I sense benefit from it. I don't get any tangible experience the most part. Mm. Um, you know, prayer. You know, you the, the great prayers talk about travail. They talk about mm-hmm. they they talk about uh, just the battle. <laughs> And we don't want to fight a battle, right? You know, we don't want to fight a battle unless we know we can win it and we have won it. So I think the, the hard part about prayer is that you can have a very fruitful prayer time Mm -hmm. and feel like you didn't make any. Yeah. It's not like immediate
0: fruit. It's not like, Oh man, I
1: did this prayer now.
0: Check this out. Yeah. My flesh is completely gone.
1: Yeah. And, (laughs) and, and, and the more, I think my experience is the more you conscientiously pray, M- the more you're aware of things that you need to pray about mm-hmm. and for mm-hmm. and the more monumental those things are and you start to battle with you know what uh, you know i'd rather just not deal with that mm. you know so if it's praying for family and you start to and go just, down the list and you realize lord there's so much there's, there's so much. much and and uh and so i think that you know he's getting at that and that's what's always you know him him saying that actually helped me because i thought yeah you get it you yeah. you know uh that i'm looking for a distraction mm-hmm. you yeah. know, yeah uh somebody please call me with a problem yes that way so I'll i can you skirt know out of here so uh yeah. so i think that's been a very it's been helpful for me to to remember yeah this is not supposed to be easy he had another place in the same book and he said uh um the the fact that we find prayer difficult is no reason to ask whether it's something we shouldn't do Say that again. Yes. You know, so the fact that we find it difficult is no reason to think it's something we shouldn't do. In oh, other words, yeah. the difficulty is wrapped up in the exercise. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and so I, you know, that's just a reminder. Yeah. When I'm sitting there going, ah, I just don't, I'm, at, it ain't happening for me. Yeah. I'm probably at the place where I need to be. Hmm. You know? Yeah.
0: And it's, it's kind of like if dependence was easy. Yeah. It wouldn't really glorify God. No. Like if everyone was walking around fully dependent all the time and yeah. didn't need to, and it was an easy battle. Like it wasn't even a battle. Like, yeah. I, like I'm wondering if God is really glorified in that. And um, yeah, I, cause I think we can all, we all have this idea in our head that everyone else's prayer life is so much better than ours. Yeah. And that it's only difficult for us. That's just not true. No, um, I yeah. think the way we're wired, I think the way the media is like trying to rewire our brains and mm-hmm. the way that the pace of life that we run, like, our pace of life doesn't uh, really promote slow pauses, yeah, prayerful meditation, mm-hmm. consideration, laying everything before the throne
1: of grace. Yeah. yeah. There's a gear you need to be in, I think, to pray effectively that we don't like being mm-hmm. in. Yep. You know, and uh, so, so, yeah, so that's a, that's a quote that at least reminds me that the battle is real mm-hmm. and it's very much wrapped into who I am. Yeah. Um. It's not like oh, and it helps me recognize. No, it's not because I'm just I'm I'm a I'm a hard slob. hearted sinner yeah. slob. <laughs> I'm I'm just a human being for whom prayer is unnatural mm-hmm. in my state. Yeah.
0: So I I don't think I'm gonna do this quote here, but I do want to bring out the homie Spurgeon. Okay. Uh, any excuse to bring out the homie Spurgeon yep. is great on this, because the, I think there is like, there is something about like what is actually like when when we let our theology like actually like uh, communicate what's going on when we're communing with the King, like something does happen. That's a really, really sweet moment. And this is a section where someone who had visited uh, Spurgeon's church was um, describing what the pastoral prayer was like. And so he's gone on talking about the different things and the hymn they sung of the first. And then uh, he says, then came the reading of the scriptures, time enough, no hurry, how those English people did enjoy the word of God. And he goes, the second prayer followed. That was my prayer because it was everybody's cry. And he's talking about Spurgeon. He says, his prayer was greater to me than his sermon. In his sermon, he talked with men. In his prayer, he communed with God. When he described the coming of Christ to the soul, it seemed to me I saw for the first time the king in his beauty. The suppliant was forgiven, with his face uh, streaming with tears and with tones so full and rich that they swept through every heart. As a breath of perfumed air floats through the halls of a palace, this divine atmosphere possessed our hearts when he cried, We love thee, thou knowest it. We love not because thou art great, but because of the inestimable, inestimable gift of the only begotten Son. Lift us up, O God. Take us out of the dust. Let us by faith come to the fountain and be washed. We come. We feel Thou hast washed us. Washed us. We are clean. Yes, we are clean. Blessed be the Lord our God. Make us young again. Wake us up. Let us not sleep. We thank Thee for our troubles, for all that makes us conscious of our alienation from Thee. Bless our orphanage, our college, our retreat. And so on he went, enumerating every claim and presenting the request so naturally that every heart joined in the upgoing petition. The close of the prayer lingers as a memory which does not die. We close our prayer as to the words We have been with thee. We know it. Thou hast heard us and blessed us. We feel it. We retire from the mercy seat, thanking thee for audience and pray and praying for thy blessing on us all. And then they sing another song, mm. but it's like that moment of just, and you know, it describes in that book, sorry, the book is Spurgeon, the pastor by Jeffrey Chang. And it's, it's just talks about his uh, biblical, uh, his theological vision for ministry. Mm. But in that prayer, you know, uh, another section of prayer talks about how Spurgeon would oftentimes open his eyes and find himself disappointed that he's just with other men who are still, in their passions that he's no longer like in the throne room, like, 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 you know, like, uh, right before, uh, the face of Christ. And, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's something, there's something real about all of that, that that's what's actually happening when we're praying. We Mm -hmm. are actually communing with the God who created us Mm -hmm. with the God who saved us and with the God who is worthy of all praise. And we just get to talk to him. Yeah. I don't think that hits us enough. Um, as it ought, because, uh, It's an incredible privilege and a gift and, um, and it's always accessible. Yeah. Like that's, what's nuts. It's just like, I don't need to like, like I it's not, I'm not only reserved to those three hours with Jesus in the woods. Like it's actually at all times. Yeah. Yeah. It's available.
1: That's great. The other thing about that quote that I think you can miss is the plural language, the we, um, that, that, you know, it's, it's praying in the church. Um, Mm -hmm. Tim Chester's book, uh, message of prayer. I've got a quote from there, but there's another one I, I wrote down, but I didn't, I'm not going to, I'm just going to summarize it. But it really affected me because he basically said, we tend to think of prayer being an individual thing that then at times we do all together. And he said, the overwhelming examples of prayer in the scriptures are, are corporate, not individual. Mm -hmm. Um, and so the, 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 the baseline for prayer really is in, in the body. Uh, we, we pray together. And that really affected me because I think I had just assumed that I pray and then occasionally we'll gather together in a prayer meeting or we'll gather together in a, in a small group and we'll pray. But really, we're just doing our individual thing collectively. And he's like, no, that's a very Western individual approach. Mm. That, that, that biblical prayer is meant to be in a, a foundational way corporate yeah. that we're praying with one another that we're you know and so what Spurgeon's doing is yeah. he's we he, he's representing he's standing between the Lord and the people mm-hmm. and he's interceding with the Lord on behalf of the people and mm-hmm. his prayer is 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 expressing the heart of the people yeah. but it's a corporate prayer and I think that's that's really helped me in the last few years of, you know, you know, we can go to the prayer meeting, you, should, you know, should, you know, we, those kind of, things. yeah, no, this is where the best prayer is done. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, even, you know, just praying as elders in a team, just recognizing the mm-hmm. privilege yeah. <clears throat> of gathering together to pray is not just, hey, you know, it's something we do because we're supposed to. It's no, this is, you it's the engine room, is, you know, as Spurs yeah, call it, this yeah. is where things happen.
0: Yeah. Has your uh, have practices in your prayer life changed or been adjusted in your thirty plus years of ministry? You heard that right, thirty plus 30 years. Ministry, yeah. Celebrated that today. Celebrated that today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was so funny because yeah, we we I was like, okay, somebody's getting honored today. Who is it? <laughs> it, was, it I did see you do that.
0: Yes, so uh, for the listeners uh, today, well, not today when you're listening to it, but today when we're recording it, uh, we celebrated Andy's uh, thirty years of employment at covenant fellowship church in ministry and yeah. so he's been a pastor for 30 years and i and forgot and he forgot <laughs> <laughs> and so jared the senior pastor jared was talking about how we're going to honor we have a big thing to honor someone who's been in ministry for a long time and andy's looking around like oh i wonder who's it gonna be it's like yeah. "Bruh, it's you
1: man like <laughs> do you not
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh wow yeah so that was great
1: <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I think you know some of those things. I think it has changed. I think I lived with much more of a sense of of guilt-driven praying, mm. um, uh, never quite doing enough. Um, yeah. You know, weakness. Got to fix it. Got to you know. And so I'd have, you know, I go on these real like I gotta, I gotta pray more. I gotta pray more. I'd yeah. set up a system, and you know, and um, and again, Tim Chester's book really helped me. Um, one of the quotes that I, and and I was getting this from other places, but he really spoke to it well. He said, and he, and he, he talks about prayer connected to the gospel. He says, here's the test of whether you have a gra- have grasped the radical simplicity of the gospel. <clears throat> Do you think your prayers are more likely to be answered if you are living a more godly life? Oh, right, right. Or if you are fasting or if you are buying demons in your prayers or if you pray for two hours rather than one hour? if we are inclined to answer yes to any of these questions, we have not grasped the sufficiency of Christ's mediatorial role. And I think that, that, that section of the book and that quote um, really did something for me to, to recognize the posture of Christ toward me, that he is the yeah. mediator. I'm going to him. Um, he's, he's invited me. He's not commanding me. He's invited me. And, um and his posture to me is to be open to what I give him uh, if I come with faith yeah. you know and a huge part of unbelief is is coming out of duty mm-hmm. you know I, I realized that I a lot of my prayer was was in unbelief not because I didn't believe God could answer but because I believe my reason for coming is because I had to mm-hmm. so I wasn't <laughs> believing the gospel yeah and so I believe in the gospel I can, okay I can come uh you know, I can come and let's say I, I, uh, I did have one of those days where I, I sort of say, I'm going to pray this morning and then I get distracted and mm-hmm. I, you know, and I turn on my phone and I see some news and I follow the link, whatever. And I realize, <laughs> you know, the, 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 the 20 minutes I was going to give to intercession, I now have five. Yeah. You know, you can sort of say, well, God, forgive me for, you know, this and probably should. Mm-hmm. But if I turn my heart to the Lord and say, Lord, but I want to I want to pray this person who you put on my heart to pray for. Uh, their their good is not dependent on my faithfulness. Yeah. I'm just asking you to do what you are you want to do, and you somehow, in ways that the the scriptures never clearly say how you use prayer from sinners to make a difference. Yeah. So there's two things. Well, one something
0: that we didn't get to hit on, but we'll we'll start landing the plane now. Yeah. Is the fact that Jesus is inter- interceding for us now and how much of a comfort and a joy that is. Yeah. Um, but there's something you were saying in, in the earlier quote about, you know, essentially you were saying is like the gospel is the point of prayer. And uh, yeah, Alistair Begg hits that in his book is just like the things that those things that matter most. Um, he says, you are facing a huge issue in your job. You need God's help with that. And so what you most need to know is the gospel. You need to know how to fix your marriage. You need God's help with that. And so what you need, what you most need to know is the gospel. You're so worried about something one of your kids is into, you need God's help with that. And what you most need to know is the gospel. Facing serious health problems, you need God's help with that. And what you most need to know is the gospel. Um, yeah. We will see as we continue to enjoy Paul's prayers with Ephesians how gospel truth makes a difference in prayer and practicalities. But first, we need to start to pray spiritually. And then he goes on of just like, you know, he gives different examples of that. But it's just like, it really is like, we have to. It's that low, low join, Lloyd Jones uh, about preaching the gospel to yourself and just praying mm-hmm. yourself up in the gospel of like, yeah. what's the most important thing yeah. for me right now is to know the depths and the riches of God's love. Right, yeah. that's what Paul prayed, yeah. and that's the gospel is real today yeah. for me. And yeah. um, it's a beautiful thing that we. It's so crazy. Like we need grace to remember the gospel, so we pray for grace with faith that God gives us to remember the gospel more and to trust in him more. And Mm -hmm. so it's just like this wonderful cycle that we have nothing to contribute. And yet God is just lavishing out his kindness on us in gifts and gifts and gifts and gifts. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the way we can be men of, and women of one thing, uh, the gospel is by bringing those things to God and he delights to answer those kind of prayers.
1: Amen. amen. One quote to close. Yes. Yeah. E.M. Bounds. Who's, uh, just one of the prayer guys. Yes. Um, he said, prayer is simply making known our request to God for things agreeable to His will in the name of Christ. Prayer is infinite ignorance, trusting in the wisdom of God. Ooh. That's what we bring, bro. Yes. Infinite, infinite ignorance. ignorance. <laughs> I got, yeah. plenty, I got plenty, plenty of that. I wake up in the morning with that. Plenty. I was like, yes. you know what i got a lot today? <laughs> ignorance. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm coming you to you with that, Lord. That's so. awesome. Amen. All right. See you next time.